Hey, you are listening to another episode of Unfiltered Feelings. I'm your host, Gabby Brooks, and I couldn't be more excited about today's episode. We get to the root of anxiety and depression. This is going to be a two-episode episode. So this week, we're going to be talking about identity and purpose, and next week, we are going to be talking about comparison, because I feel like sometimes in society, we tend to generalize anxiety, and we are aware of the problem of anxiety and depression, but we don't get to the root of it, and I feel like we need to get to the root of it so then we can overcome it together. So I'm so excited about today's episode. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Feelings. I am so excited about today's episode. There's been so many thoughts going through my head about what exactly or how to approach this. And I could easily come on here and go through a ton of things and give you a podcast that sounded good, but I wanted to really have this be as sincere and as clear as possible and allow you to realize that I've been through what I'm talking to you and most of the time when I say something on here it's because I'm telling that to myself too or God's using me my voice to tell me certain things and I'm like wow God like thank you for telling me that so today I've recorded this I don't know how many times just because I feel like this is such an important topic to talk about Because we're getting down to the roots of anxiety and depression. Because I feel like we talk about anxiety and depression a lot in society. And we generalize it and we say, yeah, uh, all of us are aware of the problem that is anxiety and depression. But none of us talk about the roots or how to overcome it. We often just recognize it and then we leave it at that recognition. And then that allows us to feel, I don't want to say okay with being anxious. But it allows us to be like yeah, I have anxiety, I have depression, now what? And then for some reason, society is kind of telling us, it's okay, and then, but what do we do about it? I don't think anyone really knows how to handle it at this time, because it's such a new thing that's crippling a generation. People struggled with it before, but nothing like what we've seen before. It's almost like a plague, but a mental plague to our brains. I don't know where I was going with that one, but Yes, this is such an important thing to see the roots of it. So this week is going to be a two-part episode. So today we're going to be talking about purpose and identity, and next week we're going to be talking about comparison. And before we even get into anything, something that God's just kind of put on my heart is these two phrases because I've been using them so much, and I feel like I need to share it with you guys because y'all are my people, and I feel like if I benefited from it, From something that God told me, I feel like y'all need to hear it too because it could easily benefit you guys too. Lately, the two, it's two different songs. One phrase is, I'm not worried, so, or God's not worried, why should I worry? And then the other phrase is, even if I don't see it, you're working. So those are some things that I've been speaking over my life lately, or God's been speaking over my life lately. And I feel like whatever we speak over our lives is what we're feeding ourselves. So I've been trying to feed that to myself to be, before I go to sleep at night, being like, don't get anxious. You don't have to be productive 24-7. You have time to rest. You are made to rest. So when you are resting, though, God is working for you and God is making plans 
commands and he's moving mountains for you right now why your eyes are closed and why you're resting so don't worry and then it also says God's not worried so why should I worry and that just holds so much power because I'm like yeah the God who created me is not worried why should I worry the God who's over everything and sees not only this short spectrum that I see but he sees the whole story why should I be so anxious about these things to come when God's not worried and he loves me so much. So those were just two things that I've been speaking over. Again, God's been speaking over the my life with those two phrases. And it's relieved a lot of anxiety from me. And he is the Prince of Peace. And sometimes we forget that he is the Prince of Peace. And that was just something that he was like, Gabby, you need to know this. I'm not worried. Why are you worried? I'm in control. You are in control, but I'm in control. And I love you. So why would you be worried? And then also the even when you don't see it, I'm working because sometimes we don't see him working. And sometimes that it makes it seem like he's not working at all. But in reality, he has to remind us, no, I'm working for you and I'm working on the plans for your future. I'm working on so many different things that you don't even see right now, but you're going to see later on. And don't you worry, you can go to sleep tonight and I made you to rest. I said, I told you the seventh day was for rest. You are creatures made to rest and not made to be constantly anxious over things. And why be anxious? Because that just takes away the peace of tomorrow. So that's just a short little rant I wanted to tell you guys because it's been something that God's been pouring over my life. And I feel like that can help someone and he's just this podcast technically wasn't for only Christians or wasn't for yeah it wasn't a Christian podcast but it's so hard when also if you're not a Christian you're still so loved on this podcast oh my goodness and you're so welcomed but um it's just one of those things where it's hard when God shines through everything you do not to have and he's the reason for your success in these stories and he's the reason that your anxiety is gone your depression's gone for him not to shine through every aspect of it so you're gonna hear a lot about Jesus just because me and Jesus I love Jesus so (laughs) that's it for the rant let's actually get into the topic today because it's such a powerful topic and I feel like again going back with Our generation acknowledges the fact that we all struggle with anxiety and depression, but it just stays there. We don't know how to handle it. We don't know the roots of it. And I feel like we need, if we got to the roots and if we named the roots, it would make all the difference. Especially we're heading into 2020 soon. That's a new decade. There's so much potential and possibilities and we want to be prepared for the future that we have. And we want to be able to go into it without the grip of anxiety on our lives, without depression holding us back because that's not how we're supposed to live. And I'm sick and tired of anxiety and depression having our story because it does not deserve our story. So today we're going to talk about the roots of it. And before we dive into the roots of it, I wanted to nail down why it's so important to uproot it and toss it out with the rest of the weeds because we are not made to live like this. And these are actually some of the symptoms. If you do not struggle with anxiety and depression, this will allow you to realize a little bit more of what other people are going through too. So some of the real side effects is the inability to accomplish things. You're almost handicapped from this anxiety and depression. And I know it's not seen handicapped, but it's a handicapped. And then you also have tiredness. You just have the lack, almost like your soul's just been sucked out of energy. You have tiredness over your whole body. And then you have either the lack of hunger or too much hunger. So you either get nauseous at the sight of food or you can't stop eating food. 
which too much of something or too little of something can negatively affect you and that could stop you from the per from the plan that God has on your life. And then also you can have overwhelming anxiety and not being able to accomplish anything. So you look at all this stuff and you're like, oh my goodness, I have to do this, this, and this, and this. And you're still trying to do stuff, but when you're doing stuff, it's all worthless because nothing is getting done because you're so overwhelmed by everything. And people who suffer with anxiety will understand that like anxiety causes more anxiety sometimes. And that when you're trying to do stuff, when you have anxiety, literally nothing gets done. You will be working so hard, doing so many things, but nothing gets done because you're so overwhelmed and your brain's going 100 miles per hour and you just honestly can't get anything done, which can stop you from the future you're supposed to have. You can also have lack of concentration, both cause lack of concentration. So the things you should be concentrated on, you no longer can be, and you just mentally cannot concentrate and it's just a side effect and it's very real and like as much as you want to be concentrated on that thing you just cannot and then also no sleep or too much sleep it's either you cannot sleep at night which negatively affects you physically and emotionally or too much sleep which allows you to not be able to get anything done because you don't want to wake up because if you wake up you have to face the reality of day to day and you don't know how to handle it so instead you sleep your days away So all of these symptoms can cause you or cripple you and destroy you before you can fulfill the plans that God has on your life, which is a sneaky way that the devil does that because he seeks to kill and destroy. And he knows that anxiety and depression can literally destroy you from the inside out. So he's been using that against a generation to destroy a generation. So we're going to get into the root of anxiety and depression. So then when we're going into 2020, We will no longer have that grip a hold of us. And also, I cannot stress this enough either. If you do need help, go find someone. This is not like a one cures all. Some people will be like, yes, this is what's causing my anxiety. This is a root. And other people will be like, this is, but I need more help. And if you need more help, that is okay. And go get the help you need. But one of my main roots was my purpose and identity. So from a young age in the church, they... um, constantly will tell you that you need to find your foundation in God. And I was always like, yes, that's great that you need to find your foundation in God. But what does that mean? Because they would always compare it and go, you, would you rather have your foundation or your house on a rock or would you rather have it on sand? And I was like, of course you'd rather have it on a rock. I get that. But what is my foundation in life? I get the metaphor and everything, but I don't understand how to apply it to my life. So I was always like, of course I have my foundation in God. Of course I have all of this in God and my life's on God. But why isn't things working out the way I want and why do I feel so worthless and hopeless when I have my foundation on God and I realized one of my biggest things was purpose and identity because I didn't know that purpose and identity were in your foundation for some reason I just didn't put those into my foundation I thought those were totally separate and I had my foundation in God but my purpose and identity were in other things and I was like what is my purpose still figuring it out don't really know what I should put it into because we don't talk about it as much as we need to and one the definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists so just take that a second your purpose is the reason you exist. So why do you exist is your purpose. Why were you created? Why are you on the earth is the definition of purpose. So what are you putting your purpose into? 
And then identity is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. So your identification is your identity. Like how some people are like, I am an artist. I am this. I am that. What do you tell people when, how is your identification? What do you label yourself as? And for such a long time, I didn't understand, one, how important those two words were and how they went hand in hand. So normally, whatever you put your purpose in, you put your identity in. Again, going back to the, if you're a firefighter, normally you say your purpose is being a firefighter and your identity is a firefighter. If you're an artist, you say, my purpose is an artist. My identity is an artist. If you're a teacher, you say, my purpose is being a teacher. My identity is being a teacher. And that's how we classify ourselves. And that's how we've been raised is to classify ourselves by our success, our relationships, our social status. And the list goes on and on and on, but all the things that society has been telling us for such a long time since we were young and really feeding into us was that our identity, our purpose was found in these things that were easily shaken, that could differentiate from one season to the next and aren't constant through our throughout our lives. So if we are putting our whole existence on something that will look different in different seasons, If we are putting all of our identity on this success that might have failure along the way, that can be devastating because when we see that failure, we see our existence gone. And we wonder why we suffer from so much anxiety and so much depression is because we're putting our foundation on these things that are rocky. And I didn't realize that foundation was your purpose and identity too. So when people would tell me that, I just didn't put two and two together. So when I was, I moved a lot from middle school to high school, tons of different places. I went to so many different schools. It's not even funny, but at the same time, very thankful because I wouldn't have learned this, honestly, if I didn't go through this. So the first time I realized that my purpose and my identity were in the wrong place was when I first moved. I had put my identity, my purpose, and my relationships and my friends around me. And there's nothing wrong with having great relationships, great friendships. We are made to have that community around us, but that's not what we're supposed to put our purpose and our identity in. For such a long time, I had put my purpose, my identity in these people. So when I moved overnight, I lost my purpose and my identity. I lost my existence when I moved because I lost those people that I had put my purpose and my identity in and those relationships I was feeding into had became my existence. So after I moved, I realized I was pretty devastated by my purpose and identity being gone. And I realized maybe that's not what I'm supposed to put my purpose and my identity into. And I realized that people come and go out of your life and that's not a bad thing, but that's just life. And sometimes we can't control it. And so then the next time I decide I'm going to put my purpose and my identity into success. So I go into, I had a church called Sandals Church and I was heavily involved in their kids program. And I really poured into these kids. And I mean, I treated it like a real job from an early age. I decided I wanted to pour into these little ones because I thought they were the future. They're If we get them right now and there was so much going on in their lives, I really just wanted to pour into them. So that became my purpose. My identity was my success in that ministry. And even though I was doing a good thing and I was working for the glory of God and teaching these kids about God, that's not where I should have put my purpose, my identity. And so when I moved, I was more devastated about that because I was like, well, God, I thought that was my purpose. I thought that was my identity. I was succeeding at that. I thought that was who I was supposed to be. Now my existence is gone. Now I'm hopeless. Now I'm worthless. What? more do I have to offer? And I remember that was just very devastating. I found myself in a lot of 
just dark, dark nights where I was like, what is the point anymore? Because now I've lost my purpose and my identity and I thought I was doing good and there was nothing wrong with what I was doing. I was doing good for the glory of God. But the thing is, I was putting my purpose and my identity in that job, in that success. And success looks different along different seasons of your life. And when you're going to go to success too, it's not going to happen instantaneous and you're not going to automatically have success. You're going to have a lot of downfall, a lot of failures before you reach that success. And also you might have several different jobs along your lifetime. So if you're putting all of your worth, all of your the meaning of your existence, the reason you were created on that thing you are doing, it might look differently and it's not, it's a plate that can easily be tilted and you could easily fall off of it. And when we're putting our purpose and our identity in something that could easily be taken away from us, no wonder we have so much anxiety and depression also because the future is uncertain, unclear. So Also, we have this anxiety of the things that we're holding our identity in being taken away from us, whether it's people, whether it's social status, whether it's your success, whether it's anything. When you aren't putting your purpose and identity in something that's constant throughout your life, you're going to find yourself in some very lonely nights, some very devastating nights where you're just like what's the point where's my identity why am I existing what is my worth and when your worth is so much more than the thing that you're doing your worth is so much more than the thing that right now you're probably putting your identity in whether it could even be a relationship like a boyfriend or girlfriend and you're putting your identity in with them I know I've done that in relationships before where you put your identity with that person and that's not how your identity is supposed to be So once I figured this out, that my purpose and my identity should not be, especially in your success, because success is something that from a young age, we are told that whatever we do holds our value of our lives. That if we are not successful, we don't have worth. Which is such a lie that the world has put on us. That's not true. No wonder we have so much anxiety and depression. Because also at this age, we're still figuring out what we're supposed to do with our lives. We are so uncertain of everything that's supposed to happen. There's so many variables. There's so many opportunities. So no wonder we're so anxious. We're so depressed is because if we're putting our whole worth and our success that hasn't happened yet, when we're so confused about what we're supposed to be doing, no wonder we're so anxious. We're so depressed because our whole existence is unknown right now. If you're putting in your success. If you're starting a business, you're going to have so many failures before you reach success. So if you're putting your whole identity, your whole purpose on this thing that seems like it's going nowhere, that you're just hitting wall after wall after wall, do you know how defeating that can be? How devastating that can be? So we need to realize that those are not the things you put your purpose and your identity in. And I feel like this is... One of the roots that just totally changed the game for my anxiety. Because I realized no matter what I was doing in that moment, in that season, whatever was going on around me, that I was worth something. That I had value. My existence was not a mistake. And it just changed so much. And then also the anxiety of the future because you look on and you're like, 
Well, if I'm not successful, then what's the point? So you're constantly trying to figure out how you can get to those goals, how you can go and no wonder we can't sleep at night with our anxiety or if you do sleep too much because you don't want to face the reality of what's going on around you. It's because we're putting all of our hope in different things. They're only momentary. And you might have good intentions with everything you're doing. It might not be that, but you're also concerned with why do you have so much anxiety? Why do you have so much depression? Because I know that's where I was. I had no idea the roots behind why I was anxious. It took people literally going, Gabby, it's because you're putting your purpose and your identity in something that is not constant in your life. It's because you have so much fear of the future because you cannot control it. That's why you have so much anxiety. And it took people telling me that to realize it because I didn't see that in my own life. And I feel like that's someone today. They have no idea that they're putting their identity and purpose in the wrong place because maybe they never were told that their identity and purpose needed to be in their foundation. And that's a big part of your life. And that it's not in your success. It's not in your relationship status. It's not in your social status. It's not in how many friends you have, what friends you have. They might be great people, but they are not your purpose and your identity. So when we realize that, when I realized that and started to say, okay, my purpose is in God. The God of all creation is my purpose. So when I go into stuff, I don't go into it to succeed in it I go into it to show his glory and I know this might sound crazy to some people but this was really the change in my story is when I started to go my purpose is something bigger than myself my purpose is in something that's constant and won't be shaken by a different season by a wave it's unshaken by the storms it isn't phased So when I realized that I needed to put my purpose and identity in that, everything else changed. And that didn't mean I wasn't a Christian or anything. It didn't have anything to do with that. It just made me realize that my purpose for everything I do was in something bigger than myself. So that took off the anxiety off my shoulders to put it on God's shoulders and be like, listen, I'm all for you. I'm giving you this. And this anxiety that I've had that's been holding me down, not allowing me to go to the future plans that you have for me, I'm putting it on you. And that's what he wants for us. And I feel like that's so important. And just knowing, too, when you're going into something, whether it is failure, whether it's not, you go, that doesn't define me. This failure does not define me. This isn't who I am. This does not equate to my existence I am so much more than that and I feel like we just need to be aware of that when going into anything especially when we're going into this new decade we need to be equipped for the plans he has on our lives because we are not made to live with anxiety and depression and I hate that it's had such a big part of all of our stories of this generation and it's been crippling destroying people and killing people and we are not made to live with that So I'm so excited that I got to talk about this this week and then again come back next week because another root of anxiety, at least for me, again, this is my version of what were my roots for anxiety and depression. It might be different for you and that's totally fine. No two stories are exactly the same. But I feel like we need to get to the roots of anxiety and depression because without uprooting the roots... You still have those roots in there. And also we need to name them because naming them holds so much more power. So then we have the ability to see them, acknowledge them and uproot them and throw them away because we're throwing them away with the weeds for 2020. So I just, 
I am so excited about 2020 and this new year, and I feel like we need to see a shift in our generation today. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Anxiety and depression do not deserve a seat at our table. And I'm just so passionate about this. I don't even know where to go. But next week, we are going to be talking about comparison. And again, that's such a big root for my story. It might be for your story. And if it is, then please tune in because I feel like you really benefit from it. And sometimes it sucks just acknowledging these two because sometimes it's a, ooh, I do do that. Oh, I don't like acknowledging that this is what's going on. Sometimes we'd rather leave them unnamed, but nothing ever happens when we leave them unnamed. We need to name them. So I hope you guys have a great week this week. Again, just leaving you with this thought. What are you putting your purpose and your identity in? When someone comes up to you, how do they define you? How is your identification that you give them? What is the thing that you're telling people your purpose in life is? So I don't know where to go from here, but I just, this, I'm so passionate about this and I don't know what else to say, but I'm passionate about this because it's had such an impact on my life, this change of perspective. And I feel like it could really help someone and maybe even cause them to have no more anxiety or no more depression, just realizing where it's coming from. So I hope you guys again, have a great week this week. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Unfiltered Feelings. And I am so excited about next week's episode too. So please tune in every single Thursday. We will have a new episode and also follow us on Instagram at Unfiltered Feelings. Bye guys. I hope you guys have a great week.